everyone, Leanne Pilkington here for the latest edition of Courageous Conversations. And with me today is one of my girlfriends from high school, if you can even believe it, Alyssa Morley. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Leanne. Yeah, awesome to see you. Now, um, Lisa and I went away on the weekend with a group of girls from school. Yes, we still hang out. Um, and um, and we were having a bit of a conversation. In fact, I did what I have done to some of you in the past. <laughs> Alyssa was talking about her need to do some more social media. And I went, oh, Facebook Live, that's really easy. And I got my phone out and went, here we go, let's do it now. And um, to her absolute horror, that's exactly what we did. It's all right. Um, I went with it, though. Yes, you did. It was good. It was good. It was um, good. It was good. It got me thinking that Lisa's got a really interesting story, so I wanted to share that with all of you. So you were in a big corporate job, big salary, all of that sort of stuff. Tell yep. us a little bit about what you used to do. Okay. So I guess when I did corporate procurement for 25 years, I fell into procurement as a lot of procurement people uh, tend to do so. And so for those who are not in corporate roles, what does somebody who's in procurement do? Okay. So procurement is strategic purchasing. So it's about leveraging spend, uh, managing suppliers, uh, end-to-end supply chain, Uh, working with internal stakeholders within the business. Um, There's a little bit of compliance and you become a little bit of a police, fun police kind of person, (laughs) which nobody likes. And there's a whole lot of stress levels that come with that as well. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just really working with suppliers and, you know, contracts and lots of KPIs, all that sort of stuff. It was a big job. You worked for some really um, high-profile businesses. Fantastic blue-chip companies, yeah. Yeah, big global businesses. Yeah, so GSK, I worked for Pharma, Baxter Healthcare, Diageo, which was We loved it when you were with Diageo. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> and my husband was working for George Weston at the time, so we reckon we had the two staple food groups. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, that's right. Liz used to, uh, we used to make our own cocktails and Liz was... Uh, yes, and always bring, the, always bring the booze. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You got sick. You got really sick. How long ago was that? Uh, so that was, I was diagnosed June 2016. With? And it was just uh, a breast screen, yep. a, you know, routine mammogram. And uh, so that was uh, May 20. I'm sorry, you know what with dates, Leanne. You know I remember dates. I right? do, yeah. And uh, so that's May 20. I went in for a second kind of mammogram, which was the 7th of June, diagnosed on the 10th of June and started chemo on the 24th of June, 2016. And so I went through the whole chemo palaver, which opened up a whole new world because, you know, it's like you don't know what you don't know. And and then I end up having a double mastectomy. Uh, with, and you were, very, you were very private about that, about your diagnosis as well, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, you know, if, there, if I've got some great news, I'd love to share it. But otherwise, I kind of keep my cards close to my chest a little bit yep um but uh i i you know i I had a there was a couple of the girls from our group which kind of supported me which was great and then in the in 2017 my husband and i went and did our kind of celebration trip and we did europe and then I'd, I'd also had a lot of issues with my hands. So uh, in September 2017, I quit my then corporate job, which was with Canon, who were big call-out 
amazing and very supportive. And I had, they, yeah, they supported you throughout your illness. They were they? absolutely amazing. And my yeah. boss, uh, bless his heart, he's no longer there, uh, was absolutely amazing. And again, very, very supportive. So I had a few hand operations, <laughs> as you do. And I spoke to Michael, my husband, and I just said, you know what? Um, I hadn't really been happy in the corporate gig for a few years. Uh, the money was great, but I wasn't truly happy. And I think when you go through that life experience and you go, okay, well, what's really going to make me happy? And, and you know, what am I good at other yeah. than um, procurement, which I thought I was actually pretty good at that job. Yeah. So I, with my support of my husband and, and luckily I did actually have trauma cover and that actually enabled me to support myself and I enrolled into Le Cordon Bleu uh, cooking school and I did my uh, certificate of patisserie. So that started January 2018 and I graduated May 19. So then I set up Alyssa's Kitchen and, yeah, I've been doing cakes ever since. It's, I mean, not COVID. I, um, I, know that we, um, I know that we look really young. Um, but um, but you were yes we no, do yes we do you were post fifty when you went back and studied yes yes I was so I was fifty six yeah wow yeah yeah That's amazing so how did you make that decision and how scared I guess you were lucky that oh you had I saw that. I mean I, I'm I'm such a low risk taker you know. Yeah. That's part, that's part of the procurement gig, you know. It's all about compliance and risk management and all that sort of thing. And I, yeah. I, I was absolutely petrified. I'm like, well, what if I fail? What if I fail? And, yeah. and Michael just said, well, what if you do great? What if you do great? And I, <laughs> So I kind of had to, I'd always been confident. So I guess it's kind of like once you've got those qualifications and you, and kind of already been a good, or always been a good cook, yeah. but it was about honing those technical skills. So yeah. once I did that, it was kind of like reinforcing the belief system going, well, hang on a minute, I'm actually pretty good at this. So, um, yeah, and, and also Michael support. I couldn't have done it without Michael. Yeah. Being very supportive. But but definitely the the, the trauma cover, that, that, it, without, without that financially I probably couldn't have done it. Yeah. Uh, but it was also just about taking a bit of a leap, leap of faith um, in myself. And, you know, yes, I'm not making at this point in time, at this point in time, the money that I used to, but, God, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not stressed. Yeah. Unless a cake's going wrong and then there's a <laughs> few expletives from the kitchen. <laughs> but um, not... The, the stress levels are not impacting my health and my well-being like it used to. And so you think that a number of your health problems were as a result of stress? Well, they were actually, when, when we used to go to the posh centre and, and listen to the oncologist, there's actually evidence that stress doesn't cause, well, breast cancer, I'll, I'll call just breast cancer out in this instance because I yeah. don't know about the others, but, but I th- always think there's always a contributing factor Sure. Uh, because stress also affects your um, your immune system, and you know, and having also have a diploma in botanical medicine, so yeah. it's kind of there's. There, I think there's some elements to it, but I yeah. think more about um, energies okay. as to stress causes equals cancer. You know, I think that there's just a whole lot of energies that then you know build, 
in time build up in our bodies, but you know that's that's a whole lot of other forces. Yeah, it's a, yeah. a whole lot of different conversation that Absolutely. one. <laughs> we yeah. need a wine for that one. Um, <laughs> or two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Alyssa's Kitchen. Tell us about what Alyssa's Kitchen. Okay, so Alyssa's Kitchen, as I said, I set that up uh, March nineteen. Graduated at uh, Le Cordon Bleu in May nineteen, and actually. Yeah. Uh, a whisk award one of the awards that was yep. out in our classes which Fantastic. i felt very privileged about and yeah is there were just amazing and really supportive and i got a girlfriend who's a graphic designer and she organized you know she did my logo and kind of built the business and yeah it's it's kind of i wanted to be professional and polished but at the same time from a customer service perspective you know I want to be incredibly flexible um I, I pride myself that I do do quick turnarounds don't, don't love the quick quick turnarounds, <laughs> but you know I, I will also go out of my way because I think sometimes you know having worked also in in some establishments where they make product yeah. uh, you know it's kind of like well this is this is the matrix and it n- nothing kind of is flexible outside that and I kind of go well you know especially with uh, food intolerances and and allergies I think it's really important it is important and so you, you're specializing in cakes is that right I, I do specialize in cakes but I also make uh, desserts as well you know and you don't have a sweet tooth I find that hilarious no no because you and I are always That's the, the irony. Going, oh, God, thank God. I'd probably be the size of a house if I, if, if I was. Right. Well, you and I are always the ones that want the chippies when the girls the go chippies, away. The chippies not and the, the cheese. Not the, not the chocolates <laughs> and the lollies. No, but, um, no. no um, okay, okay, so, well, I remember I had those snakes on Saturday night going, whoa, sugar. I for a while. <laughs> um, and so just give us a, you're just saying to me that you're working on a, a cake at the moment. Just give yes. us a bit of an idea of what it takes to put together because I, I will include a link to your Insta page and Facebook oh, and whatever please. else Thank you have you. in this podcast so people can yep. look at what you do. Yeah. But just talk us through at the moment you're making a cake. So tell yep. us about what, what you're making and how long that sort of stuff takes. Okay. So um, I've got, uh, I got a, a, f- a friend who's uh, have his, her father is having his 80th in Mudgee nice. and he's got his own wine label. So she thought, well, okay, let's do a wine theme. And first of all, we we're going to do the barrel and then I kind of looked at a few things and I said, okay, well, why don't we do uh, a crate uh, and have a, a bottle in a in a in a crate. So she said, "Well, look, I trust your judgment, Liz. It's it's all good." And so we're doing um, a red velvet. So that's going to be about thirty six by eighteen. And then, of course, then you've got to. I, I usually do put it into three layers. So then you've got to make the buttercream, and then you've got to uh, what we call crumb coat, uh, and then put another layer on. And then what I have done today, because usually got to do a few days in advance so things dry. So I've made a fondant bottle for the first stage of that, and then I did the sides of the crate that will surround the cake. So on Thursday, I'll put the label, which is edible fondant, which I print out with my printer with edible ink. Oh, wow. Add on. And then on the Friday morning, I'll assemble all that, put out some more fondant around the the box or the crate, the fondant crate, Um, you know, fondant gym. I've already painted the the 80 numbers, which will go in there as well. Then I've got a toast. So how many hours is this beautiful cake going to take you? 
So all up are probably about 10. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of work, isn't it? A lot of work. And not at your normal hourly rate, I'm, um, I'm guessing. No, I'm unf- <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same rate as I used to get paid in corporate. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> tell me, how did you, did you worry about losing your identity? Because I, I don't know about you, but I'm very connected to what I do. And, yeah. you know, if I wasn't MD at Lang & Simmons, who would I be? And yeah. I don't know, you get very connected to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. And and it is a very, very different world. Yeah. And when you when you have a certain, I guess, a certain position, mm-hmm. and, uh, look, I'll use the word power for want of a better word. Sure, I love the power, don't you? <laughs> yeah. And when good. you've kind of... When you've kind of had that and responsibility, because especially when I was working for Baxter and I headed up procurement and I was working with the global teams and all that sort of thing, it's you, you do have more of an identity. It, and I think also because of social media, because I remember when I first started procurement gig, there was no digital. No. <laughs> there was, you know, above the line, below the line, and that was about it. There was no existential. Yeah. There was no through the line. There was yeah. all that stuff. So it is about reinventing yourself a little bit, and yeah. it's about finding yourself in a in a much 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 bigger pond. Uh, yeah. There's there's a, I, I, well there is there's a lot more uh, entrepreneurs. There's a lot more people that have their own businesses. And, and then there's the social media element. So it's, you know, there's, like they say, what they say, is it clutter? Is, the, is that one? Of Lots the, of noise. Noise, you Lots know. Of noise, yeah. yeah. And I'm at home a lot on my own. Yeah. I, mean, I actually don't mind my own company. And, thank, you know, I have my cat, which I occasionally have to most of the time lock him out in the study while I'm doing cakes anyway. <laughs> it's cake, cat area. Cakes and cats don't mean. It's a combo. Oh. Uh, but, you know, and I don't mind it, but I must admit, you know, especially with the weekend. I mean, I so enjoyed that because I hadn't, I literally have not been away yeah. at the house since before March. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are in that situation at the moment. It's unusual. Although I, I, I say I, I say I was in ISO before ISO existed because, you know, I'd kind of been on my own. I know there's a lot of people out there in, in yeah. the where they work from home, they're on their own. And yeah, and I and I think, you know, we I actually think we're more connected now through Zoom and webinars and all that sort of thing, more than what we were before. Yeah, I would agree with that. You're quite as isolated now, which is hugely ironic. Yeah. This is pre-COVID, um, yeah. I felt probably a lot more isolated. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, because no, I guess is, the rest of the world, the rest of the world wasn't too worried about you being isolated. We were busy doing our own thing, whereas now we're all isolated. We've kind of worked around it. Yeah, yeah. To everybody's benefit. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think we're, we're all doing it really well. Oh, yeah, I definitely think we're incredibly resilient. Incredibly Actually, resilient. Actually, there was a thing on LinkedIn this morning. Uh, yeah. I forget the name. might be Adam Grant, but there was a, it was called Option B and it was about building resilience. Oh, okay. I'll, um, yeah. I'll search for it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right my beautiful friends. Well, I'm going to let right, you go gorgeous. back to um, making your cake. Yes, you, you indeed. I'm going, to do, I'm going to do some bunny ears now. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> all right, all right you take care. I'll Thank you so you much. All right, gorgeous. Okay. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.